Is Coach K reneging his retirement tour? Rumor has it from Jay Williams that Coach K may come back for another year given the rumors about Coach Nolan Smith. It'll be interesting to see, though. Is it time for Coach K to really hang it up? Maybe he wants to ride back in for one more redemptive tour. All these things you talk about with A.J. Black, the final game of the season for the Tar Heels and how it's fared for them and how they can probably pick their heads up. So much more. Here we go. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. I'm your host, Kenneth Cooper, joined by AJ Black here from Locked On Boston College. AJ, how are you feeling? Hey, it's been a busy weekend around the, the Black household, uh, but we're on the other side of a lot of bugs and other fun stuff that have kept me up, but I'm happy to be here and I'm happy to be talking <laughs> to you, Candace. <laughs> no doubt about it. So glad you're feeling better. There's a lot of, you know, feeling down around here in these parts for people specifically in Chapel Hill, maybe across the country. It's been a long go. We know North Carolina came up short in the national championship game on Monday night, unfortunately, to Kansas Jayhawks, one of their arch blue blood nemesis, if you ask me. It was a 72-69 victory in favor of the Jayhawks. However, what this number eight seed team, uh, North Carolina team, did was nothing short of remarkable because I'm just going to sit here and say, I still sit here and say, these boys really played for a national championship last night. That's insane because I never thought this team would be here. What are your thoughts on this North Carolina team? And then after you know just the matchup last night, do you still say hang your head high after a season like this? You have to, right? I saw a tweet, and I forget which ESPN talking head it was. They posted up, um, I think it was about the middle of January, where they were ripping – Hubert Davis, they were ripping UNC saying that they did the wrong hire. They, 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 they should have done more of a thorough uh, job looking for someone because they're just a middling, I think they were like nine and seven or something team at that point. And for them to go from the middle of the pack in the ACC to the national championship game. Yeah, they were right there. They, and it, and it just didn't fall yeah. and they had that lead. And that, you know, when you lose a 15 point lead like that, that is not easy to, that's not easy. That's not easy on the soul to get over that, right? Um, but 100%. But when you're able to take a step back, when you're able to look at what you did versus what you were expected to do, this season has to be nothing short of an amazing success for the Tar Heels. And once you get that pain gone, you'll look back at this season as magical. I mean, look what they did to Coach K twice. And you've done all that. You won all those games. You, you, you made, you, it didn't end the way you wanted to, but it was a magical season for the Tar Heels. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, this is a team that's never going to have to buy a beer in Raleigh or Durham or Chapel Hill or anywhere they go for that matter. I think when you take down Goliath and do it more than once, you've earned your keep here in that Jersey. But more than that, you know, you brought up a really good point. It's all about perspective. When you get older and you realize that none, a lot of this stuff doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> you can't name yep. every single game you've ever played and how many points you scored, but it's, like, the memories that I hope that these guys take away from the men. And just think about college in general. Like, how fun was it that we actually got to have NCAA tournament and yep. the students got to rush? Like, you saw the kids out in 
uh, Lawrence when they were all in the streets and the people in Chapel Hill on Franklin Street. Like, it's just nice to see some sense of like, oh, college kids get to be college kids again. And we can enjoy these moments that we were that were really taken away from us, you know, less than a year. I mean, oh, a little over a year ago. Right. For the last two years, it's been it's been nothing. Right. You had one year where it was completely off. Yeah. And then last year it was, you know, it, it was very different. It had that different feel throughout the season. So this yeah, I think there's a celebration for everyone, whether you're a team as as bad as the worst team in the country. And I don't even know who that would be or the best team. If you're <laughs> you know, if you're Kansas, every team should be celebrating because you made it through an entire season. And yeah, there were those blips when the surge yeah. showed up. But you were able to have fans, you were an immense, and there was a sense of normalcy. And it feels for the first time yeah. like there's like there's that light at the end of the tunnel again and that you know we're heading to the summer where things will get even more normal so i think there's a reason for every college sports fan to celebrate after that tournament yeah absolutely and overall i think you know the one shining moments you have all of the good energy and vibes of what is college basketball and you know news coming out now that you know three of this uh St. Peter's guys are transferring and transfer portals about to get super busy and popular and whether guys are taking their talents to the or the NBA draft, whether they're going to stay, you know, not get an agent so they can maintain eligibility. You know, there's a lot of storylines that we're going to have to flush out in the coming weeks. And for Carolina, you know, they have a lot of questions on who stays, who goes Armando Baycott, Mr. Double Double himself. Does he take his talents to the next level? Does he try for another year of redemption? You got R.J. Davis, Caleb Love, Brady Manning, who no longer has eligibility, trying to replace someone like him. It's going to be so difficult because of the magic ride and just flat out from what he brought to the team. So it's going to be really interesting to see if Hubert can repeat similar magic because, you know, obviously year to year, it's very hard to get to the national championship game multiple times, but especially when you have to reconstruct your entire roster. Do you see... Carolina or even anybody in the ACC really competing next year when it comes to college basketball. I I think so. I think, you know, blue bloods like UNC now that people have seen where they're at and the success that they could have under Hubert Davis, those recruits are going to start to want to come the transfers. You're going to see yeah. like, as you saw with the St. Peter's kids, you know, they're looking at bigger programs that are, that are going to be successful. And, and that's why there's like 1200 recruits uh, transfers in that transfer portal. <laughs> you know, you don't yeah. have to worry about a massive rebuild at any program anymore. You can go to the transfer portal and grab, you know, a star player right away and be immediately, yeah. you know, in contention every single year. But I mean, you can look up and down some of these rosters. I mean, look at Wake Forest did. Wake Forest had, um, yeah. you know, Alondis Williams, who was ACC player of the year, and he was a transfer from Oklahoma. So it just takes that yeah. one transfer and it can change the, the course for any team. So, yeah, UNC could do it. Duke. I mean, any team could do it. You know, I, I, I look at what Syracuse is doing. They've, they have like the seventh ranked recruiting class, I think, right now. You know, Wake Forest obviously is doing well. NC State, uh, nope, never mind. Not NC State. Um, <laughs> sorry, I had to get. A, I always have to get a dig in on some team, right? But there's those teams. You know, Florida State. Do you ever want to doubt Leonard Hamilton from getting his team back together? I, you never know. It, it's anyone's guess next year what team could actually jump up and and take that brass ring. 
Yeah, and you know, I think the person who has the most pressure going into the next season is John Shire because not only did your team go to the Final Four, get beat by your nemesis, but now you have to try and come into next season and repeat the same sort of or similar success as Huber did in his first year. Like, that's an insurmountable pressure that nobody should have, but unfortunately, it's going to be for him. But I bring up John because (laughs) we know, talking from yesterday, Nolan Smith potentially could be going to Louisville to be an assistant under Kenny Payne and that new heir for the Cardinals. But there's been rumors about Jay Williams, the former Duke star, that Coach K could be returning. And I want to talk to AJ about his thoughts on retirement tours in general. general but first, I want to remind you guys that now that Mar- March Madness is over, you're not sitting on your couch anymore. You have absolutely no reason to not get fit be in shape and get out there ready for spring. If the pollen ain't kicking your ass, then I guarantee you can still get right for the year. We're already through the first quarter. Might as well get the second quarter off to a good start. That's why you should try Built Bar. Thanks to Built Bar, you have a delicious treat in front of you every single time you go to your pantry. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. They're low-calorie, high-protein, and you can replace your candy bars with these delicious treats. Mint, brownie, coconut, coconut, almond, and always giving you a new flavor anytime. Built Bar has some flavors that not aren't, aren't just good, but they're also healthy, too. At Built Bar, they're all about taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy for you. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every single time. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. Again, using promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. So we're rocking and rolling here with AJ Black of Locked on Boston College. And, of course, we're talking about retirement tours, and he has a familiar friend over there who formerly is a Patriot, now a Buccaneer, but Tom Brady had to retire, decided that he didn't want to retire anymore, spent two weeks with the kids and said, you know what, maybe not. <laughs> now <laughs> we have Coach Mishashevsky <laughs> that watched, you know, his literal team, his team go down, and not even before the retirement ink is dry, rumors that he might come back to the Blue Devils to maintain some consistency, according to Jay Williams, former player, and now ESPN personality. First thoughts here. Why retire to unretire? Why do people do that, AJ? Please help me understand. I don't – like, I think that, like, the life of being a, either a professional athlete or involved in any profession in general, when you have that passion and it consumes your life like a college coach would have, I think it it's almost like an addiction. Like, it's hard to cut it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like I don't want to, like, make light of it, but, like, it it consumes you. It it it, it creates your identity. It creates it, – it helps you wake up in the morning – find focus in your day and do everything in between. So for someone to just like, after, you know, whatever, how many ever year years coach K was there 40 or whatever it was to just give all that up. It's tough. You, you're going to get the shakes from that. You're yeah. going to be like, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm still good. I want to do one more year and I get it. And like you, you brought up Tom Brady, right? It's a perfect example of that. Like you watched him last year and Anyone who watched him goes, man, he's he's better than 90% of the quarterbacks out there still. And he's 44 years old. Yeah. And he's thinking the exact same thing. And he's like, he's going to go out <laughs> there and say, uh, you know, why am I retiring now? I want to go out on top or I still got two more years left. Why don't I go back and play? So I think, um, you know, for coaches, for players, it's that it's that internal drive that is just hard to shut off. And I think someone like Coach K, I, I could see him 
not being happy with how things ended and wanting another year. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, when you think about someone who's done it for 40 plus years, that's all they know. There are a lot of people who stay in things because it, it does bring them life. Being around, you know, college kids does give them that jovial kind of nature mm-hmm. and having to just be around that energy. So it's definitely a hard to transition. I do think, though, like when you build it up this way, you have 10 minute montages that are like videos to recognize you and all you've done for the sport. You have all these different plaques that people have given you, you know, all these speeches. You got to go. Ain't no way you can come back after that, right? Like, what do you, what do yep. you do? <laughs> like, right. one more year bonus plus just joking. <laughs> He's probably not even done that bottle much. of Jack Daniels that he got from uh, Louisville, right? Did you, did okay, you see that? Exactly. Yeah, he got that. He, probably... he got a custom <laughs> Coach K, I think it was Jack Daniels, engraved glass bottle of uh, of whiskey and his final game against yeah. Louisville. Like, how do you come back from that? Yeah. Right? Like, he probably hasn't even, like, drank a quarter of that yet, you know? I mean, I don't know. Exactly. How. Same way when Pey- <laughs> Peyton Manning gave Tom Brady a letter. It's like, all right, you yep. know, what am I going to do with this letter now? It means nothing. When you do retire, I'm not sending you another one. I'm not going to tell you it's good. Yep. Like, I mean, taking the picture with Coach K, Coach Roy, Coach Shire, Coach Davis, you can't take another picture. You can't talk about the whole handshake line and being disrespectful and being mad that, you know, we didn't send Coach K off right, according to folks from Duke talking about North Carolina. And then just be like, oh, yeah, but Trixie, you get another time to do it. So maybe you'll get it right this go round. And at the end of the day, you got your you got egg on your face twice in very important moments. And I think for what he put those kids through and talking about his players, it's a disservice to them to keep staying after all the buildup. Because all the angst I felt like they felt was because it was his last season, because yep. they felt like they had to make sure they put on for this coach and bring him and send him off right so they did very had an incredible season but it seems all for not like all of the great close games they were able to push out and the regular season championship they were able to complete it's like eh, it doesn't mean anything because you lost in the ACC finals or you lost in final four like that's just terrible if that's the perspective that people take from kids who bust their butt every single day in my opinion yeah you know I think he's i mean he's gotta like take some perspective here and just and just you know you gotta you gotta set set off into the sunset when when the time is right and yeah you said like he's had all the pomp and circumstance pomp and circumstance i'm sure like john shire is ready to take over and he's chomping at the bit to start and i'm sure the players are too like as much of respect as they all probably have and reverence they have for coach k right you know they're they're ready to as you said turn the page because this whole season has been about him and now it's a chance for the team yeah. to kind of take that back. And I think that's important. Yeah. And I don't, I yeah. don't know if I necessarily buy what Jay Williams is saying. I don't, I, I think Shire, <laughs> it seems like it's, it's, it's a hot take a little it's, bit there. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, it's I staring think, the pot. Yeah. I, I'm sure, you know, I could see coach K coming back as like an advisor and I'm sure he probably is already for, for Shire to kind of help him yeah. get acclimated and, and, you know, how to answer the phone and, and get to your voicemail and all that, you know, all that good <laughs> stuff in his office. But I, I think that it, it's got to be that Coach K is is going to acknowledge what he's doing and 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 take his, his ride off into the sunset. Listen, let us pray. U- right. Ultimately, though, I'm excited for 
you know, people to get a fresh breath of air in terms of a new season. We can all turn the page. And like you mentioned, there's so many teams that can rebuild and keep it rolling. You, great point about mentioning Larry Hamilton. He never has a horrible squad. His squad this year, which just happened to be extremely young, right? Miami yep. coach Larry Nega having a great run in the tournament. And you figure that for some reason, somehow or another, Mike Bray is not going away. Notre Dame definitely yep. had a great run as well. I think all when you reflect Coach Forbes, and hell, I'm even going to say it. I think Coach Grant and Boston College are going to have a nice little run this season. They took the first year to figure out who they were, and now you, you know, got a couple wins that people never thought you would. Yep. Okay, we're building the same way <laughs> Coach Forbes did in his first year. You're going to see the growth. It might not be as exponential as Coach Forbes, but it's still going to be good. I think the ACC got earned all the respect that they already have. Like, let's just stop with the down year talk, I think, moving forward. Right. I mean, top to bottom, I thought that the conference, especially the, the teams that the tournament did a great job of of promoting that the ACC isn't just a one team league or or it was a down year. Yeah. And I, I, I love seeing Miami go far and obviously UNC and Duke. Um, it was just a good tournament for for the for the conference. And to, again, to show that even on a, on a year where there wasn't a ton of top 25 talent, there was enough there to showcase that they are a conference that still you need to reckon with, and they are a good basketball conference like they always have been. A thousand percent. But as we turn the page for basketball season and we turn our sights towards football, we'd love to get your final thoughts here in terms of draft. Not only that, but going into next season, how excited we are for the ACC. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your sporting needs and news information. Find out all the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championship odds, podcasts, and reviews for all the different leagues. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering, live betting, esports, and scores. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline is where the game starts. So we're wrapping up things here with AJ Black of Locked On Boston College. And of course, basketball is done. We cry for a minute, but then we turn our focus to the NFL draft. We've known all the quarterbacks to talk about. We know all the offensive linemen we hope to see. You know, we've talked about that pretty much in depth over here. But when it comes to actually college football for the ACC, I think the momentum, if anything, what we saw, the hype around college basketball, hopefully carries into having a good strong season here we have some spring games coming up but i'm excited i don't know about you to just see how acc football can really kind of spark things more so than they did last year yeah you know i think it's a year that like there's so many teams that you can make an argument that will take a huge step up and maybe become a top 25 team or a new year's six bowl team i mean you could you could make that argument for almost for most teams you know there's the dukes and i still think syracuse is going to struggle but in Georgia Tech, but I think th- for the rest, you know, you look at the NC States, the Wake Forest, the the Clemson's, Boston College, um, you know, Pitt, Virginia Tech. All these teams, I think, have the possibility of really kind of building themselves back up. And that's you know, like it was that fun, that much. It was that enjoyable last year to see Pitt and Wake Forest take that leap. That this year, that when yeah. when you're expecting Clemson to take to jump back into it that you could have three teams, four teams, five teams doing it. Um, that really, if we start to have some of that good, solid football at the top, that's what the SEC has. That's what the Big Ten has. Yeah. And the ACC can make that yeah. mark too. And I think they're close to it. 
Yeah, absolutely. And like, you know, from a triangle perspective over here in the Carolinas, I'm ready for NC State to have a good season because I feel yep. like they're due for some sort of love around here. Everyone's been talking about Carolina Duke that they're like, oh, we want to get our jabs in. It's like, uh, you finished the worst in the ACC. How about <laughs> you just prepare yourselves for what should be a really good football season for you guys, right? Like, I want y'all yep. to have some success so you know what it feels like. More than that, I want ACC football to be as good as I truly believe it is. And I really want us to be in the conversation for college football playoffs and not just like the Clemson and everybody else, or yep. can Wake Forest, does Wake Forest have to win out in order to get, you know, a good look. I've just, I think we have an opportunity here to have a very strong and solid season. It really just depends on, you know, can people kind of align and keep the momentum going as they did last year? Cause like you said, a lot of people took some leaps. And it will be really dependent on how they reload, especially with Pittsburgh getting a transfer quarterback, you know, and Phil Jerkovic. I mean, we talk about, you know, some big heavy hitters in basketball. We have some really good quarterbacks, and we know that's, like, the key position in college football, right? And so it's just, yep. like, there's so many good people to have an opportunity to have really good seasons. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see that piece. I think in the ACC, you look up and down these rosters – and every, you know, there's, again, just those teams that don't have it, but there's a lot of good quarterbacks, whether it's Tyler Van Dyke yeah. that you're waiting for with Miami or, um, um, you know, Keaton Slovis or Brandon Armstrong or Phil Dracovic. Like there's going to be some really fun matchups out there and it could showcase a, a conference that has some of the best quarterbacks in the country. And as you said, like the, 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 the draft class is so weak right now that we could be heading into the next year off season with a lot of ACC talk about quarterbacks going in the first couple of rounds. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I am just, I think it needs to go ahead and be summertime. We can get through that and we can get ready for the fall. All and could be good to go. But until then, we got to get AJ up out of here. We want to remind folks of where they can find you, AJ. So can you please tell them where they can get all of your work? Yeah. So it's, um, I'm the host, of Locked On Boston College. We talk about Boston College five days a week. Uh, it's all spring football talk as they have their spring game on Saturday, which I'm going. And I'm not going as a press member this time. I'm actually going to go and sit in the fan stands with my son. I'm going to actually bring him to a game this year. I'm really pumped for that. But, oh, uh, yeah. That'd be fun. Yep. Um, he's been on. Does he love football? He, yeah. He doesn't understand it yet, though. And I think I want to. I took him to a game when he was about 15 months old uh, and really didn't understand it. But during the pandemic, when I would sit on uh, Zoom meetings with Jeff Halfley, um, he would kind of poke mm -hmm. his head in and Jeff would laugh at it. So that was always one of my mm -hmm. my things. So I'm really excited for him to go to a game and kind of just check out everything. It's, it's like low-key kind of fun stuff. Yeah. So um, I'll be there. Yeah, so are, you guys gonna have chop are you guys going to have chop soup sandwiches? <laughs> I'm not up on the North Shore. <laughs> that's, that's a 45-minute drive up north. Um, <laughs> um, I... Fourth of July, barbecue time coming, and I will have my chop suey sandwich. Um, no, please but, take a picture for me. <laughs> oh, I will have a picture of me scarfing one down. I'm gonna go for seconds. I'll tell you. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm also the editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com. You can check out all my work. I've got a lot of recruiting news up there, and all sorts of other goodies. No doubt about it, AJ. It's always a pleasure to have you guys. Make sure you come back tomorrow. We'll have more college basketball wrap up with. Tyler Aki. If you have not checked out our Locked on Bracket Breakdown show, please do that and come back again for Freestyle Friday with Jersey Drake. 
we'll get you all caught up and do some real recaps towards the end of the season and go team by team and let you know, maybe give some grades too. We'll see how it goes. For Candace Cooper and AJ Black,